Hi, I'm Linda Logan, Executive Director of the Greater Columbus Sports Commission. Get ready. It's time now for the latest Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary, the Arena Guy, and Dave Redelberger. It'll be a classic. It's always a classic. Always. In fact, can you believe this? This is podcast 15. Number 15. Number 15. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We haven't, we haven't done this in a couple of months, so we've got a lot to catch up on, a lot of new shows. Do you realize we have 29 shows on sale right now between the two arenas? It feels like twice that many. <laughs> I imagine. So, but it's great. You know, you know, that was a big thing. Everybody was saying, you know, what, what's the future of the concert industry? And I can tell you, it is strong. We have a lot of great updates today. We do. A lot of great updates, a little behind the scenes from shows we've done over the past couple of months. And uh, it is great to see you. Oh, you know what? It, it's a, you know, it's, a, it's an odd time, right? Because, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. And so a lot of us are still working from home some days. Some days we're on site. The office is a little quiet. We always get together on show day, though, and uh, enjoy it. And, boy, when those, that crowd comes through the door and the lights go down and the crowd starts cheering again. I tell you what, it's a feeling that, that I'm still not used to again, and it's so good for my soul. More than ever, chills. Yeah. Even right yeah. now talking yeah. about the hair is standing up in my arms. It's also because you're cold. You're wearing, you're wearing a T-shirt today, t-shirt. And, and it's like it's like negative 47 outside. In, in the hallway, it's negative 47. Anytime, you know, even in July when we put the ice down, for like nine months or whatever, it's freezing out there. Yes, and you know, of course, I'm wearing my Arena Guy T-shirt. Chris Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. Giving him a little love. We haven't talked about him too much lately. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that today. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about him. And oh my gosh, <laughs> look who just special dropped guest, in. Special guest. Come on up. Come on up. Oh, come. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Hello. Hi guys. Colin Thompson. <laughs> What's going on, gang? Industry vet. <laughs> Industry veteran, yes, <laughs> uh, and also one of the uh, the big gurus here at the uh, the Schottenstein Center where we're recording today. Yeah, uh, Colin, great, great for you to stop by. This kind of feels like Bob Hope dropping in on the. Uh, tonight's show. It was exciting. I walked by and I saw microphones on the table earlier today, and I was like, what are those guys up to today? This is your first time on the podcast, it correct? Is. It uh, is. Wow. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your role here with the uh, with the arenas, and kind of, if you don't mind, you know, because you were here from the very beginning, right? I started, I think, the second year of operation okay. for the building, yeah. and wow. currently... 1937. Served... Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> right? Feels like it some days. <laughs> yes, it does. My knees feel like it some days. Oh, gee. Um, currently serving as the general manager here for the facility, and have kind of been lucky enough to stick around and do lots of different things in the building. So Yeah, awesome. So Dave and I were just talking about how cool it is to have shows back, and we've had shows back since September, but it still feels new and fresh after a year and a half of, of a lockdown and no events. What was that year and a half like for you personally? We talked about it between ourselves, but what was it like for you and being the GM of a building that really wasn't doing anything for that amount of time? Surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. I mean, it was it was uh, it was it was strange to come in here. You know, we were still having uh, athletic events. We just weren't doing a lot of concerts or special events. But to come in and have a men's basketball game or a women's basketball game or a hockey game with, you know, about 300 or less fans in the building, it was uh, it was very strange. So. And then we did Guns N' Roses here, the first concert in I forgot what's the number. 
how many days? Do you remember? Oh, uh, it was, boy, it was something big. The big it was like five hundred and something. Wasn't yeah, it? I know. It was, it was some goodness. big number, and what a nice, you know, kind of a soft opening, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come back strong. <laughs> Guns and Roses. Yeah, that's the way to do to it. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Absolutely. It was a paradise city that night. Do you remember how you felt that night, though, seeing you know seeing the fans come back in the arena and having it having it be a, another full house here at the shop? Uh, it, yeah, it felt amazing. It felt great to see the everybody coming into the building, exciting to be on stage. It felt great to see the band come out and, and rock. It felt great to have the the team back together, the staff all working together to kind of produce an event and pull it together and uh, doing what we do. And it's that's gathering and live events. And like you said earlier, Dave, that's like. That's that's why we do it when yeah, the lights I go know. down and the sound comes up. So now we've been moving full steam ahead at both arenas here. Uh, boy, we've been busy with all three of those U sports here and and some events and the schedule is only getting more crazy in a good way. Good crazy yeah. coming up at uh, at both arenas. Yeah, and and uh, the stadium too with Buckeye Country Superfest yeah. and, and and a lot of buzz for that this summer on a cold day like we're recording today. I just imagine myself out there in the shoe in the summertime with a little Luke Combs playing. Oh, I can't wait. Boy, it's cold outside, but that uh, concert is going to be hot. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> That's a joke that keeps on giving. The joke that keeps on giving. So yeah, we were kind of talking earlier that the idea for this podcast uh, it was it came up with the idea a couple of years ago. But it really, the the concept came from dinner conversations that you and I, Dave, and I would have on show nights. And we say, well, that would make a great podcast conversation. Yes, because we love to talk about music and behind-the-scenes stuff and all we kinds do, of... We yeah. do that at dinner. Yeah. So now it's a lot different now on show nights because we start talking about something. So let's not talk hold about that. Let's hold it for the podcast because we want it to be fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the concept. And, and we've uh, included a lot of uh, staff members on the podcast, some community people. We've had the mayor on and, and Linda Logan and, and all kinds of people. And so, it's Colin, it's great to have you here, too. It's great to... See, I didn't realize I was actually going to be on. I was just poking in to see what was happening. So <laughs> I know. This it's is fantastic great. to be here. You know, in a lot of our uh, all-staff meetings, you ask new employees what their first concert was. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a standard uh, uh, question. And it's always cool to hear who was a particular yeah. person's first concert. Who was yours? I think the first concert I went to was... I went to see Bill Jolson. M- no, I went to see <laughs> Motley Crue at the Fort Wayne Coliseum. Oh, there you go. And that was uh, that was a lot of fun. What year was that? Was that was that like probably would have been 87, 86, 87, yeah, Theater of Pain maybe. There. It was uh, Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood. Okay, oh, wow. very nice. Yeah. So intern Doctor Feelgood. <laughs> intern Adam and producer Adam wasn't even born yet. Right. Right? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that's crazy. It doesn't seem that long ago to me. It Dave, really wait, doesn't. Wait, wait, not me either. I so, lived it, Dave. Yes. <laughs> and so we talk a lot about references now that interns now don't get. Remember, it was uh, Eric Church. We had some people coming in from uh, Clarksville. A whole family came and half of them had never been. Yeah, and, I, and I said, did how did you get here? Did you take the last train from Clarksville? And, <laughs> and Adam said, I don't even get your references. <laughs> but the whole family cracked up. That's so. good, right? They, I'm sure that's the first time they've heard that. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Adam, uh, get uh, fast break music ready. Oh, um, do fast break. Yeah, oh, let's my. do it. Oh, this is – I love this. We're flying by the seat of our pants today. We, we are, a what's, little bit, because Colin uh, fast break? just popped in. We're going to tell you. All right. So, <laughs> and, and give me a thumbs up when you're ready. Okay. So, fast break started on our one of our first podcasts. Had uh, our friend Jared Smalley, sports director at NBC4, oh, yeah. on, and wanted to do uh, a series of questions – uh, asked quickly 
in 60 seconds. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. And Pressure's thought on. since uh, it was Jared, fast break made sense because, you know, the sports reference, the sports tie-in. But since we have uh, Colin here, let's have Colin. You've got 60 seconds to answer as many questions as you can. Oh, my goodness. Let me All put right. on the Arena Guy glasses. Everything's got Arena Guy attached to it. Okay. Let's go. All right. Your first concert, you already mentioned that. What music artist do you apologize for liking? Alicia Keys. Really? Okay. I don't know. Talent or skill <laughs> most people do not know you have? They play guitar, but I think people know that. Okay. What's your passion? Uh, this, live entertainment. Awesome. Uh, he considers us live entertainment. That's awesome. <laughs> Favorite fast food? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, nice. What celebrity do people say you look like? Uh, the guy that played Elliot on E.T. <laughs> Phone home. <laughs> Best concert you ever attended? Pearl Jam in 1992. Oh, awesome. What artist do you wish you had seen? Led Zeppelin. Biggest star you've ever met? The Take, arena guy. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Who would you most like to meet? The arena guy. <laughs> well, you already know the arena guy. Most annoying habit. I want to hear this one. I'm biting my fingernails. Oh, do, do you, you really? really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never seen you do that, but that's going to be a bad day. I tell you what, <laughs> COVID was a good way to cure that one, though. Yeah, right, keep your fingers out of your mouth, right? Like all that, all the hand sanitizer yeah. and good stuff. Hey, you know what? It, you know, I, I, it, it's awesome. And you know, what was the final score there? You got ten. Got ten, which is right up there. Right up there. So 10 at 60 seconds. That's pretty good. Hey, I don't want, you know, I don't know things change every day, right? The, the rules and the regulations change, uh, and who knows what tomorrow holds. But today, it's kind of an odd situation at the Schottenstein Center for concerts and special events versus athletic events. So a lot of the athletic events right now, the concessions, this is a new thing, right? The concession stands are, are not open as of the recording of this. That's got to be a big adjustment that you're making to, you know, communicate that, not only to, to the uh, people that are attending it, but the all the people that work the stage. There's a lot going into that. That's that's had to be a challenge for us. Uh, yeah, but it was. I think it was the right move as we were coming back from the semester. It was a decision that the university made, um, really, for all of their university-sponsored events kind of across campus uh, just to try to make sure that we were able to keep everybody on campus and, and student-athletes safe and kind of keep everything rolling. So um, I think the team did a really good job adjusting, and we all know that this is these are the years of adjustments and kind of – Yeah, and we should uh, point out that that's – What's happening now? Yes, as it has been for like two years now. It's an ever-changing, fluid situation, and I just like saying that word "fluid." Uh, <laughs> you uh, know, but so it changes all the time. So keep it's an eye so on the website because on too. the number one question that I get on social media is, "What are the rules going to be for the Iron Maiden show?" October 7th. Of t- yeah. Well, you know what? To be honest, we don't know exactly. Yeah, we right? don't even know February right, right now. So, so we don't know exactly. And so it's a day-by-day. And, and Arena Guy, you're absolutely right. The best thing you can do is about a week before your show, check the event check page of the yep. specific event that you are attending. There's what to expect pages on both websites. Mm-hmm. But the actual page for the event you're attending, check that about a week before you go because that's going to have the most accurate, up-to-date information about for the event that you're attending. Whenever I talk to the media and everything, I said, this is what I know right now. <laughs> it could be different an hour from now, so please do check our Absolutely. website because yeah. uh, the marketing uh, group uh, do an excellent job of keeping everything up to date. And we try to let people know as soon as anything changes. But it does change from show to show. All the time. So All the we, time, every day. It is different. So, 
yeah, it's definitely a, a challenge of ours. And we, you know, it's, it's that thing of I can tell you what the rules are now, but I don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow for right. sure. So, exactly. so again, we appreciate everybody's patience with that. And, and the fans have been really awesome about uh, I, the vast majority of folks have come and had a great time at events. And, yeah. and, and we're seeing some record-breaking numbers, yeah, which is really exciting. So people are excited to be back at live events. Yeah, the only thing we know right now is that there is a mask mandate in the city of Columbus. So we know that is true for every event and then everything else. Check the websites. Yeah. You mentioned Iron Maiden. I don't think there's anyone more excited when we announced Iron Maiden than Colin. That was 14-year-old Colin Thompson. That was 14. Was, 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 so were you really? Excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was very excited. Uh, again, that's another reference. Intern Adam's going, who? Oh, that's going to be a fun show. I you know, wait. There is, there is a certain piece of, your, of everybody that when you have a band that was your favorite at, at 13, 14, and you <laughs> exactly. see that band live, that it takes you back. You know, like like nothing else, that it just all of a sudden it's that puts you in touch with your childhood. That was the Guns N' Roses show, too. That was super exciting. Absolutely, wow. right? And wait till we talk about some upcoming events and recent announcements. Uh, the opening act for Kid Rock. Yeah, Grand <laughs> Funk Railroad. I, you know, I, I mean, we'll talk about it. But we yeah, will yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. But that's another one from a blast from the past in the seventies <laughs> that will. It's, it's a great it's pair. A great, great pair. pair. Yeah, and uh, it, it's got a lot of people excited. Let's take a break and uh, share a couple of upcoming event highlights, and then we'll be back with Colin Thompson, the general manager here at the Schottenstein Center. Does man, he does just about everything on campus, especially with this uh, athletics complex here. We'll talk more to him and upcoming about uh, upcoming events. Coming up. Get ready for an adventure with Mickey and Friends. Set sail with Moana and dive into fun with Dory. Explore the emotions that inspire us all. Learn the true meaning of family with Anna and Elsa. And see the Disney princesses make their dreams come true. Share the excitement and memories at Disney on Ice presents Mickey and Friends. Trolls Live! On stage for the first time, sing along with Poppy, Branch, and all their Trolls friends for the best day ever. Come along on this celebration of music, dance, and hair-raising adventure. For more information on this all-new Rainbow Pack celebration, go to TrollsLive.com. Playing the Schottenstein Center, March 26th and 27th. Tickets starting at $15. Visit TrollsLive.com. Hi, this is Austin Singley, Rodeo Clown, with the Cinch's World's Toughest Rodeo. You're listening to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Redelberger. All right, thank you. In fact, we just did the World's Toughest Rodeo at Nationwide Arena. Arena Guy almost got gored by a bull. I was very <laughs> glad to see that he made it back into the office. Following and I am, I am serious. Uh, uh, I've got the, I've got the picture, and I went home, and my wife was so mad because. Uh, Arena Guy and I got She was in, mad that I wasn't gored by a bull? Probably both, yes. <laughs> that you talked me into this. She never we somehow like you. got into yeah. a pen with a bull. And this was this was one of the kinder bulls, right? It was. Silver dollar. Was Silver her? dollar. Three years old, but a, that's a pretty big three-year-old, let me tell you. And you get in the pen with this gigantic, and oh, is she so gentle? And I'm telling you, she was gentle, but we were standing there for a picture, and she, Gary, and she kind of laid down. And Gary kind of was like sitting by her head. And as she turned her head, her gigantic horn went right into your gut. <laughs> Literally. But she moved her head slowly. So it was, a, it was a <laughs> slow, slow painful. Get out of the way. If it was a little faster, who knows if I would even be here today. Uh, I got to tell you, you're not wrong. You're she not weighed wrong. a ton. Literally. 
2,000 pounds, yeah. and that's no joke. Three years old. It was so much fun to be back at the rodeo, though. We had new dirt this year, which, you know what? It's funny because you posted about that on social media, and we had a lot of comments. The post actually kind of took off. People were like, what, what do you mean by new dirt? I said new dirt. And uh, it, was, it was a post when we were ta- uh, cleaning up the arena to get ready for a Blue Jackets practice uh, two days later, or the next day, actually, uh, cleaning up on a Sunday for the Monday practice. And said, new dirt, it's being stored here in Columbus for next year. And then somebody wrote, store? It's just dirt. And then I got to say, that's what I thought originally. <laughs> but no, it's a unique blend of dirt. Uh, it's got dirt, uh, sand, and clay. And it's for exclusively the rodeo, and they store it until next year. When we us. tell you we give you all the backstage dirt here <laughs> on the podcast. We are literal. We are absolutely literal, yes. And so, uh, yeah, it was actually new dirt this year. Usually it's older dirt, and you can tell. You actually could tell the difference. You could tell the difference because you could uh, see old horseshoes in the dirt. In the past. In the past. Yeah. And maybe next year there will be a horseshoe in there. But I've got one that I used as a prop on TV. It was an old horseshoe. There might be other things in there that apparently <laughs> in time and we'll let that blends, <laughs> blends into the clay, sand, and dirt. Authenticity. That you, yeah, authenticity. But it was, a, it was a, a, a great event. And uh, Chase Bryant, the uh, country artist, uh, the post-rodeo. We had a great concert. chat with him backstage. A great chat. And he was our seventh country star with the rodeo who kept the tradition going of doing the ohio photo with us um and we did that i wrote down all seven did you really you have all seven all seven and you know we should do a, a post of like a compilation of them all if you could find them i'd be impressed <laughs> oh they are uh, amongst like the twelve thousand photos on my phone literally yeah they are in there but dustin lynch was the first and he's turned into a big star now. Neil McCoy, classic artist. Joe Diffie, the late Joe Diffie, just he was fantastic. William Michael Morgan, Chris Lane, who's a big star now. Easton Corbin, two years ago, he was the rodeo before uh, the lockdown. And Chase Bryant last year, all did O H I O. And I am always the H. Yes, because you did it wrong for so many years. Boy, have did I get <laughs> called out? Because you know I'm a transplant, and I know about the O H I O. I'm from Illinois, but uh, apparently. Your hands, see if you can see this on YouTube, you know, it has to be like this, but I did this. You, know, I had <laughs> like my, hand, like, you had your like, hands out my hands like out. you were being held up by, a, by an old-fashioned train robber. <laughs> <laughs> I got called out by so many. It's, you can't do anything on social media if you're not 100% yes, accurate. And so then the next year I was a little better but not quite there. And I think I got it. I think you got it. You got years. it down now. But, uh, yeah, boy, did I get called out on I've that. always so got to watch out when I do the OHIO because sometimes being uh, uh, a gentleman of a certain age in a certain physical shape, when you when you get your hands up in the air, your shirt rises up, and you don't you don't want the you don't want the gut barely exposed. No, you don't want the gut exposed. But the first year, if you remember, you know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know why I'm talking. thinking about this, but the first year, uh, Dustin Lynch, his T-shirt came up, and I'm thinking, <laughs> my God, this guy's in good shape. Because <laughs> if that happened to me. Yeah, no, it's, it just it, wouldn't be good. That picture's going away is what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, Colin, Colin Thompson is here with us <laughs> for this very <laughs> insightful conversation. But, Colin, you know, you've been part of a, uh, you know, a, a lifetime here at the Schottenstein Center. Yep. Uh, what are a couple of events that really stand out for you as, you know, your kind of highlights uh, from the past, you know, 20 I was, years? I always love that question yeah. because they're different for everybody. Yeah. And it, a lot of people go, oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun. Uh, the ones that have always been, when I think back on the time, that have always been the, 
most fun for me are the ones where we get to do rehearsals and open a tour here because you actually get to spend an extended period of time with the crew and the staff and folks that are traveling through. Um, I love when we opened Fleetwood Mac here. We got to spend almost a full week with those guys and they shot. What year was that? That was oh boy, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back. That was quite. Yeah, that was that was a while back. Yeah, they were they were shooting some footage for a documentary. The the run of Garth shows that we did was fantastic. That was that was just spectacular. I was gonna say Garth has to be included in that with the rehearsals and. And, uh, you know, he was in town. They played softball across the street. They went to some local restaurants. They celebrated. What were they celebrating? So, so many, the number of shows that they had done. and uh, It was huge. And, you know, and then Dave and I were eating dinner back, uh, you know, in the, in the catering room. And, and Garth walks in, and he just talks to everybody. like Such a friendly guy. He's the best. Such a friendly guy. He doesn't care if it's uh, a crew member or one of us or one of the security people backstage. <clears throat> and, just a really cool guy. So that really made the experience even greater because he was so personable. And this was home for two weeks, basically. I, and that, to that story, that was one of my other favorite moments. It was early on in my career here. We did the other ones, which was the version of the Grateful Dead that was touring at the time. Oh, yeah. It had Bruce Hornsby in the band. Yeah. And same thing. I was sitting back having dinner, and Bruce came over and sat down. And he's always been one of my favorite favorite artists and just – Sat down at the table and started talking, and I was like, "Okay, well, this is that's very this cool. is kind of fun." Yeah, so. well, that's the way it is. Hey, that's great. One of the highlights I wanted to ask you about—that was a joke, by oh, the way. Sorry, I missed it. Go ahead. I just said that's the way it is. Oh, that's the way it is. <laughs> gee whiz, <laughs> man! Some things they never change. Yes. <laughs> uh, so one of the highlights <laughs> I wanted to ask you about was, you know, Twenty One Pilots obviously did their first arena show yep. uh, oh, ever yeah. anywhere on the planet, yeah. right here at the Schottenstein Center, but. Over the pandemic, we had the chance to do something kind of interesting where, you know, no fans were in the building, mm-hmm. but millions of people were invited into the Schottenstein Center. Yeah. For, they didn't even know they were here. Talk to me a little bit about uh, 21 Pilots doing their, their live stream from here, what that was like. Uh, again, it was it was fantastic because we had the full week of rehearsals kind of on the run up. Uh, the, the band was in, you know, having those guys back in the building is always great. You know, having the hometown hometown band here yeah. uh, is, is fun. They love Ohio State, so it's always just great to have them here. Watch the, watch the creative process evolve because I think this was really the first time they had constructed a lot of the sets. So watching the band and their production team kind of work through how they really wanted to present that live stream was multiple, kinda, multiple stages, multiple stages, yeah. multiple sets, watching the sets change. So it was really kind of like watching uh, a, a Broadway play yeah. evolve and, and sit through the rehearsals of that. And then the night of the live stream to sit back and kind of watch it happen was, it was amazing. Two things fantastic. that were amazing to me about that one, you know, how many <clears throat> streams, how many people stream that thing? It was like, it was, through the roof. It was, yeah, it was tens of millions around the world. Yeah, around the world. Yes. And what's even more shocking to me, knowing the fans, you know, uh, intern Adam and I, we talked to a lot of fans. In years past, we go out and talk to all the fans, and they are the most awesome passionate. fans. They're yes. passionate, yes. but they're cool. They're, yeah, they're, they're good kids who follow the rules and, and all that, but they're just passionate about the band. It is, a, And they travel from all over the country and even talk to somebody from Venezuela who made his U.S. trip based around the hometown show here in Columbus. But what's shocking to me is because people traveled so far, nobody knew about it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking somehow it would leak and we'd have hundreds of fans just waiting outside the building or by the loading dock or whatever. Nobody found yeah, out. Yeah, it was a big top secret thing that they were here, right? So I know. It's <laughs> over now, Colin. <laughs> You're still nervous. People are going to sneak in. They're still going to show up. <laughs> yeah. But it was great. It was a worldwide event right here, and they're so loyal to Columbus. Remember when they won the Grammy Award? 
they mentioned Columbus, and they're just so. I mean, that's why we name the streets guys. after them all the time. They're great guys. And and uh, on our Facebook page uh, for Nationwide Arena, they just posted an entire gallery of pictures from their sh- shows at Nationwide Arena uh, last year. And it's, I don't know, it's 50, 60 pictures. That was but fun. some was really, some really cool stuff. And uh, uh, just love those guys. And when they, it was, it was just so bizarre at a time when I couldn't come into the arena to know that millions of people were watching a show from here, uh, you know, as, as it happened. From was, here. Was, w- was just great. And we couldn't be here. We right. watched it like everyone else. <laughs> That's cool. Colin, we know you have a very busy schedule, but to have you pop in today. Yeah, it's nice to see you guys. That pop was, in. That was really that awesome. things are happening. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Anything you want to uh, leave plug. with us, uh, <laughs> anything, anything you want to plug? plug or any message you want to say now that we're going full steam uh, ahead and, and uh, OSU Sports will be wrapping up soon. And boy, all three teams have been exciting, but now concerts will rev up here. Uh, it's just an exciting time. Anything you want to leave would, anyone with? I would just say pay attention to what Gary and Dave have to tell you because the spring looks fantastic at both buildings, and, and it's going to be great. I cannot wait. Chris so. Stapleton, uh, uh, Dua Lipa, Dua John, Lipa, John uh, Tyler, the creator. Yeah, yeah. that's the way it is. That's the way it is. <laughs> is John Mulaney here? John Mulaney. John Mulaney is here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff here at the shot, so yeah. that's great. Fantastic. All right. Well, it was great Th- to see you guys. Thank you, Colin. All right, enjoy the rest of your time. All right, see Colin Thompson. Colin Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the general manager here at the Schottenstein <laughs> Center. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, we'll have to talk about how we had a little void today, too. Our, our yes. original guest wasn't able to make it, but... Let's uh, take a break here and coming up, uh, you know, we'll talk about upcoming events coming up because we've got, you know, a huge roster of exciting. An amazing lineup. Yeah, 29 shows on sale. So we'll talk about a lot of those. And uh, I think uh, producer Adam is going to maybe give us a little rock and roll music quiz. Okay, look. (laughs) So we'll do that coming up right after this. The Eagles Hotel California Tour. Live in concert with a full orchestra. Performing their iconic album, Hotel California, beginning to end, plus a greatest hit set. The Eagles, Nationwide Arena, April 19th. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. Grammy, Tony, and Emmy Award winning artist, Ben Platt. The Reverie Tour. Shot in Steam Center, March 9th, 2022. Ben Platt with special guest, Jake Wesley Rogers. Get tickets now at BenPlattMusic.com. Ben Platt, produced by AEG Presents. You're listening to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass Podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. Hey, thank you, Jordan McGraw. A lot of people think Jordan McGraw is the son of Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Speaking of well-built country singers. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I mean Tim McGraw there, by the way. <laughs> no no knock on Faith Hill. But, oh but Tim McGraw is, like, I remember being backstage with him, and that man, you know, he, he goes for a run. Before the concert, before the show, like uh, before he gets on stage, he actually goes for a run outside the arena. You know, look at uh, this T-shirt right here. Look You're missing my- this, by the way, if you're not watching on YouTube. Yeah. How much room there is in this sleeve? Tim McGraw is so buff. He's got, I swear, he's got 0% body fat. It's He's pure muscle. It was, and the only reason I'm saying this, because you, you brought it up, but it was sh- almost jaw-dropping when... 
we saw him because this guy is built. And, you know, people, people <laughs> who are built like that have no problem wearing skin-tight T-shirts. I enjoy, I enjoy, enjoy my that? cheese fries, <laughs> so I'm going to be okay with that. You, you do what you got to do, Tim McGraw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It just makes you jealous is what I'm saying. Oh, he, he puts in the work for it, though. Yeah, there was another artist. I'm trying to think of who it was at Bucket Country Superfest. We were there doing some uh, media, some advanced media, and, and one of the uh, opening acts was running – up and down the, the steps, the steps yeah. of Ohio Stadium. I who that was? Um, I, I, you know, it's one of those that's going to hit me as soon as we say goodbye. Sure. But, uh, he, uh, there's an. These guys pay their dues. They pay their you. dues. Intern Adam, and uh, they pay their dues, and they look uh, not like the arena guy. I will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about upcoming events here in a moment. But uh, uh, intern and producer Adam is here, who just celebrated birthday a few days Happy ago. Birthday. Thank you, thank and you. Big you're 22. looking amazingly chipper. Thank you, I appreciate that. Post birthday celebration. So, what does a college Absolutely. kid do these days to celebrate their birthday? You know, I'm sure it's no different than oh. you and me, Dave. But <laughs> oh, for sure. I remember 22. <laughs> well, we just all sit around, socially distanced, masked up. You know, <laughs> entirely responsible. Everything we do. You what a good <laughs> answer that you is. Know, absolutely. It's not. Hey, can I um, yeah. uh, bring up something about uh, intern Adam here? And of course. The fact that you just sang the national anthem at okay. uh, our NCAA volleyball That's uh, right. event, mm-hmm. right? The big, the big uh, uh, f- it was the final four event, yeah, right, that, that you did at that night? Semifinals, absolutely. When is the first time you sang the national anthem in public and – and does it get any easier? Because that's the that's the hardest song to sing. Crew <laughs> oh Stadium, wasn't it? Crew Stadium? Yeah, I, the or, first, or lower. Yeah, lower.com field. field. Absolutely. We've had some <laughs> yeah. changes. Um, I think, yeah, the first time I ever sung it was at the Columbus Crew Stadium um, for one of their matches mid, uh, closer to the end of this past season. And I'd never done it before that. I kind of got a late start to singing in general. I started my senior year of high school, and a lot has transpired <laughs> since then, to say the least. Who were the crew uh, playing that? They were playing Miami FC. Oh, okay. I was thinking it might be like an international team then, because I remember joking with you. Make sure you're singing the right country's <laughs> national anthem. Absolutely. <laughs> <It'd be fun>. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's important. Are you That's singing important. for the United States? I hope so. That could have made some headlines. Yeah. Maybe gotten me more traction than yeah, actually you know? what I did. You know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no. Impressive. So That's impressive. happy thank birthday! You, you. Glad yeah. to have you here. And uh, it. you know, if you want to see what the Arena Guy Studios looks like, I mean, the whole picture just posted it on the Arena Guy Facebook page of the mm-hmm. whole setup. It is a great setup, and uh, intern and producer adam you know takes about an hour to set all this up and make it uh look we like we do appreciate cool. the help yeah i appreciate it take pride in it thank you so dave and i uh, pride ourselves on uh we, we talk music all the time mm. entertainment all the time really but uh, we're both huge music buffs yep and uh we did this uh the last podcast or the one before mm-hmm. where uh, we got uh you know a little uh, we we were challenged with Rock and roll trivia. We're definitely so, challenged. So let's Absolutely. let's do this. How are we going to do this? Set this up. Uh, All right. Do we both go after it, or do we want to enter time, or how are we going to do this? I mean, this? we can. Do you guys want to buzz in, or I can ask you guys specifically? Maybe we buzz in here because okay. because uh, I don't you know I don't know how difficult these are. Okay. Absolutely. These the, I was looking through them earlier. They're all over the okay. place. <laughs> for sure. You guys have a wealth of knowledge, though. So the uh, the, the bit that we're going to do for a couple upcoming shows is. What you came up with it? The uh, everybody, everybody knows, knows that, that song. song. Boy, I messed that up. I get. I kicked butt on that. You did, <laughs> and I'm out and about, and people tell me how embarrassed I should be. Absolutely, it was for Genesis, um, right? I that was, am. That was great. I'm so, so that again. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Probably for Elton John for I'm sure. sure. <laughs> I have a feeling you might win that one. <laughs> <laughs> just a gut feeling. Okay. For sure. Well, this is completely random. I've looked through some of these, but I'm just choosing completely random. These okay. guys just have a crazy amount of knowledge. So. Okay. <laughs> Set us up. Here we go. Watch. You're not going to get this one. All right. Buzz in. Here we go. Which of these songs was Beyonce's first solo hit single? Actually, buzz in if you know it without even reading the options. First solo hit single. Yes. I can read you the options, but if you know it off the top of your head, that's a bonus point for sure. Crazy in Love. Incorrect. Do you have that a That isn't correct. No, I, I need to hear. All right. Crazy in Love was into her solo yeah, career. I was just throwing it out. That is an option. So that option one is Crazy in Love, Fighting Temptation, If I Were a Boy, and Work It Out. I think it's If I Were a Boy. Oh, my God. Wrong. Okay. All right. What is it? You guys, yeah, okay, wait, wait, fair wait. enough. The correct answer is Work It Out. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was actually a big Destiny's Child fan back mm. in the day, so I was. I, I love Bills, 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 man. We we did we did them in concert <laughs> when I was at, at the University of Illinois, Destiny's Child, and they. It was one, a great live show. It was one of the loudest shows I've ever heard, yeah. and mostly because of the screaming girls yeah. there. And you knew at that time. There's sometimes like when I when you you see a band, you go, uh, "This one's going solo soon." Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just you, know you had a sense about Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. All right, question number two. I have a feeling you guys are going to get this one crazy fast. Okay. I don't think I'm going to need to actually <laughs> read these options. Um, this guy, okay, Billy Joe Armstrong is a member of which oh, dress band? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to finish the question. I still rang the uh, <laughs> fake buzzer. I, I, did, I didn't buzz. I just yelled my answer, so you get the point. I think for the technicality, Gary gets <laughs> the arena guy gets that one. Oh, boy. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can run to the next one. All right. The next question is, complete the title of the Rod Stewart number one, Maggie. May. Boom. Oh, and I buzzed in. I did yes, buzz you in. Did. Yeah, absolutely. You I won that my one. answer as I buzzed. <laughs> I would say that one goes to Dave. It does. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, I knew it, but uh, <laughs> it, no, I mean, you can't laugh at that. You knew I knew yeah, that. I know you don't know. But For Maggie sure. May is one of those older Rod Stewart songs that, he has to do at every concert. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's funny because uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, I have a son who's a freshman at Ohio State, and he's working with a girl named Maggie. And I'm like, oh, does she know Maggie May? And, and I was like, you've got to play this for her. And so she had not actually heard the song. Oh, you're kidding. Her name's Maggie. How do you not know the song Maggie May? I thought it would be one of those, that, yeah, I've heard that my whole life. Yeah. yeah no, one of those. Okay, next. Next question. Let's do a few more. All right. You know, I should have gotten out. You guys are flying through <laughs> these. I didn't hit the fake buzzer in time. All right. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Smashing Pumpkins. Yep. Holy crap. No, it's true. <laughs> oh, that's insane. <laughs> no, but yeah. that's their best-known album. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> wow. From Did you guys Illinois. write these? Did you guys write these cards? No. Hold up. <laughs> All right. Next question. Which of, the, which of these artists had a 90s hit with Please Forgive Me? Please forgive me. Luther Vandross. Uh, Brian Adams. Brian Adams, yeah. there it is. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. that's a good one. Please, for, I knew the song. I yes, going, Please, okay. we're going to be impressive. Did you see Brian Adams live? I never have. He has a great live show. Yeah? It is a high, and again, I it's been a, been a few years. He's got uh, a ton of hits. But, he'd, uh, he'd be one of those great like, it was an opening am- acts it was someday. It really fun, really yeah, yeah. fun. Okay. Impressive. All right, here we go. Which music group released the song, I'll Be There, in 1970? The Jackson 5. Boom. You did not buzz I need in. a little oh, buzzer. Buzz. I need you a little buzzing buzz action. You didn't buzz in either, so there we go. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Impressive. 
Yeah, you got to buzz Later in. redone by Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Unplugged. Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Impressive. How many more are we thinking? Uh, let's do two more. All right, we got two more. This one is just too easy. <laughs> I'm skipping this one. Okay. Uh-uh. No, that's fine. Because if it's too easy, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Exactly. But make sure the arena guy knows the answer. <laughs> oh, of course. I'm tired of being embarrassed. Who performed the hit song, Bittersweet Symphony? Oh, for uh, Huh? No. Wrong. Uh, that was no. Wrong, 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 wrong. Uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the verve. There it is. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my 90s was rusty. They got sued by the Rolling Stones. The I said verve pipe. That was freshman. Yeah, they got mm-hmm. sued by the Rolling Stones for using a bit of, I think, Symphony for the Devil. It was, yeah, with the orchestral piece. Yeah. 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 Impressive. All right. Yeah. I, I like the competition here. This is uh, good. I blew that This one. is stressful. Hopefully this, this <laughs> okay, is Okay, last, last one. one. This is for 10,000 points. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, this is going to go quick. It is. Brian Luttrell was the lead singer. Uh, no, boy band stuff. In sync. Yes, you got that. No, Backstreet Boys. Oh, Backstreet Boys. Oh, I win. 10,000 points. 10,000 points <laughs> yep, to me. Backstreet Boys. Yes. I can't believe I beat you on boy band trivia. I can't <laughs> That's awesome. Wow, saved by the buzzer. Oh, oh yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is so <laughs> You had it, stupid. too. All right. You had it. A sympathy question. We'll oh, my. oh, my. That was tight. Oh, oh, one more. It's one, one more. I want a sympathy more. question. <laughs> All right. I mean, you can't leave me like this. I'm so upset. Humiliated. <laughs> At least I didn't say O-Town. <laughs> this is... All right. Mo Money Mo Problems was a posthumous number one hit for which artist? Uh, Tupac? Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Biggie. Notorious B.I.G. All right. right, That was a practice one. The the real last one. All right. One more. (laughs) I don't know rap that well. I know. I know Biggie, though. Only By the Night was a 2008 album by which band? Only By the Night? One Direction, The Wanted, The White Stripes, or Kings of Leon? Kings of Leon. You're right. Oh, you got it. Oh, boy, yeah. You <laughs> really had that one, Arena Guy. It sounded <laughs> right. I wasn't yes. sure, but it's one of those where you have, like, a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, all right. Hurry up. Go to the other side. <laughs> all Let's right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Intern Adam. Thanks producer Adam. He's got wishes. two titles today. Thank you. That was awesome. That was fun. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, coming up, Dave, let's... Uh, Let's uh, talk about uh, some of the great events coming up. So many cool events you guys got to know about. And there are a few things that, uh, you know, we can chime in on that. We've got 29 shows on sale right now, and uh, we'll do that right after this break. Global pop superstar, Dua Lipa, live in concert, Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia Tour 2022, Schadenstein Center, Saturday, February 26th, with special guests, Caroline Polachek and Lolo Zulai. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. The phenomenal album, Future Nostalgia, is available to stream and download everywhere. Check more at DuaLipa.com. Coming to Columbus February 12th at the Nationwide Arena for one big concert. It's Ohio's Valentine's Love Affair with Escape. Escape. Yeah, Escape. Monica. 112. Stokely from Mid Condition. H Town. It's a Valentine's Love Affair Saturday, February 12th at the Nationwide Arena. Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. Another global events production. Hi, this is Mark. And Alexi. From Disney on Ice present Dream Big. You're listening to the Arena Guy Back to Pass podcast. With Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. And make sure to dream big. 
That's awesome. I, I, that was Good so timing. much fun. Good timing. They're from a, a previous Disney on Ice show, and we've got that coming up. Uh, Josh, coming up February second. Yeah, boy, uh, this one is sneaking up. And uh, well, let's let's just get into it because we have okay. so many great events coming up. Let's do that. Uh, but yeah, Disney on Ice is is the next big one. Uh, February second through sixth, there are you know I think eight nine different performances it's a yeah. bunch of shows eight, right yeah. so you've got so many options uh and one of the cool things about disney on ice arena guy is you usually get the chance to talk to some of the performers mm-hmm. doing that early morning with the tv crews when they come yeah. out sometimes and uh they're just some of those folks are amazing skaters from all over the world all over the world a lot of them have been in a major international competitions sometimes the olympics sometimes other competitions and these are world-class skaters who put on a great uh, family show mickey and friends is the title of the latest production and these guys when they uh when they come into town and, and we did not get a chance to do disney on ice last year right so i don't know if that's part of what's driving ticket sales but people are really excited to come back to nationwide arena to see uh mickey and his yeah. friends awesome <laughs> looking forward to that one so Good family show. Yeah, and then right after that, a show that's definitely not a family show. Don't bring the kids. <laughs> Leave the kids at home for Ghost and Volbeat oh, yeah. with Quinn Temple. <laughs> that is Monday, February 7th uh, at Nationwide Arena. And it is going to be – we've had a nice run recently of some great hard rock shows. Yes, and we've got more coming up in this lineup. But that uh, Ghost and Volbeat uh, – it's 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 popular you know and and what's interesting and i'm hearing this from a lot of the fans is there's a lot it's it's an interesting crossover because ghost is so theatrical with their performances and it's just one of these kind of and i think the band would be okay with me saying this one of those kind of freak shows right (laughs) and then volbeat is this hard rock just driving band so the combination of both is really kind of that sweet and salty uh neither one are really super sweet but uh both just kind of it's going to be a really unique show and uh, loud. Bring, uh, loud. Uh, you know, plan, plan on bringing some earplugs if you're down front. Ghost Volbeat, February 7th, Nationwide Arena. Love hearing your description. Okay, next. You know, next up is the, you know, again, now talking about the suite, Valentine's Love Affair. This is the Ohio Valentine's Love Affair, and it's uh, coming up Saturday, February 12th at Nationwide Arena. And it is a great night of music. Uh, it, it's kind of it's put on by the same folks who did the R&B uh, Rewind show that we did recently, which was a lot of fun. So it's a yeah, it's a kind of a, an evening of uh, a variety of R&B stars. Yeah. So let me run down the lineup. Uh, uh, it's Escape. It's Monica. It's 112 Stokely, uh, H-Town, uh, and. You know, the lineup has, uh, you know, there were some other bands when the show was first announced, but some things got moved around. But this is where we're at today. And I tell you what, this is going to be, if, if you've got somebody who loves this kind of music, what a great Valentine's Day gift. Oh, there you go. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, you remember Escape when they were here last time, I do. right? Uh, it was uh, one of those shows where we were like, Escape in, what was it, maybe like 2018, 2019? What is this show going to sell? They're very candidly, behind the scenes, we were blown away at how well that show sold on its own. It was amazing. Yeah, that was a hugely popular uh, show. I think it surprised a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, after that, we did have a, a Dirks Bentley show scheduled. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? Hey, we're in that time where things change. Uh, and so we're, everything's kind of fluid. Dirks Bentley show, there were some challenges, and they were unable to do the show in Columbus uh, and some other markets. So that show did go away. Everybody's getting their refund for that one. But uh, we've had a lot of fun with Dirks over the years. And when he does his band Hot Country Nights opening Country, up, yeah. right, that's always a lot of fun. It's so. always fun because he comes out. Uh, we, here we are. We're talking about a show that's not going to happen here. But it, it will in the future. But uh, they, they do like 70s country. Yes. And he's out on stage. And unless you really know it's him, you might not know it's him. 
he's he's a he's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, I remember when he was here. I know we're still talking about him, but we was here. We gave him a members only jacket, customized for Hot Country Nights, and he wore that for the whole rest of the tour. We kept seeing videos where he was wearing that that members only throwback jacket. And uh, you gave one to his son too. His, yes, his little guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, you know, and then those were all uh, nationwide arena. But coming up, our next show at the Schottenstein Center is Dua Lipa. Uh, Do you know she has a top ten record on the pop charts right now? Uh, who now? Who is she? Who she do have that with? Let me think. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> it's called Cold Cold Heart, and it's with uh, Elton John. A young upcomer. You know, it's nice that she gives him a break. Yeah, nice up and comer. Yeah. Uh, gosh, yeah, he's he's brand new. He's only been around for like fifty three years. So, uh, but uh, top ten, number one around the world. A great collaboration, and uh, it uh, it it's a kind of a mashup of four Elton John songs, and then Dua Lipa sings the Rocket Man part. It's really taken off its top 10 in the U.S. right now. Elton's had a big run on the charts with that and the Christmas stuff, too, that yeah. you know, with Ed Sheeran. But Dua Lipa, I feel like we've been talking about this show for a while. I know. This is a red-hot show. This is one of those shows where it's the right artist at the right time and a chance to see her live, you know, kind of as her career is hit this real big peak. Uh, it's going to be a fun night at the Schottenstein Center. Yeah, absolutely. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, and then the next night, right, no no rest for the wicked. We're back at it on Sunday, uh, the 27th of February, with Tyler, the creator, who I'm really excited about. There's a lot, you know, we, we do a lot of rap shows, and sometimes you're like, you know, some artists don't have a reputation for being a great live performer, but Tyler definitely, <laughs> Tyler does, and the, I can't wait to see people are wearing that night, because he's got his whole home fashion thing going on. That will be a fun night at the shot. All right, Tyler, the creator. And then, uh, boy, the next night, we're back at it again. Three nights in a row. Wow. So we're doing Saturday with Dua Lipa, Sunday with Tyler, the creator, and because we do it all, Monday night, we're going to be live to the world from Nationwide Arena with WWE Raw. Oh, yeah, right. WWE Raw, which is always fun. I'm really laughing because, man, that couldn't be a more diverse Three, right? show, three nights in a row. And this is why we love what we do because we, you know, I mean, who wants to work a Saturday, Sunday, and then work a 16-hour day on a Monday? Yeah. But we, you know, we will love it because each, each one is so different and so unique, right? So in WWE, we had the pay-per-view last time, right? Uh, and that with Extreme Rules. But this is our first Raw in a while, and I love Raw. It's just something about it that there's an energy in the house when that comes to town. And, of course, that's broadcast around the world, so that's, that's very cool. One of my favorite things is to go back and watch the broadcast uh, when I get home after, mm-hmm. after doing it because they do such an amazing job uh, you know, using every space in the arena from backstage to, of course, out in the house to you know, the parking lots, you know, some, some of the big food fights that have happened over the years, yes. that big one around the 4th of July where we had to clean mustard out of the walls uh, and repaint <laughs> the right. whole room was insane. So you never know what's going to – you literally never know what's going to happen when WWE comes to town. No, and, and you mentioned food. They're WWE catering. The best. Yeah, it's the best, and the the wrestlers have a lot of protein. and uh, We get so many meats. So many meats. <laughs> it is like the best buffet ever Yeah, yeah. because they eat well, let me tell you. All right. So WWE. that's just February. That's just February. Okay. Uh, looking ahead, uh, some more spring shows. Uh, March 6th, uh, a band that uh, I've never had the chance to see live before, but have an amazing reputation for their live shows. Tool is coming to the yeah. Nationwide Arena. Okay. Excellent. Uh, March 9th, and a show I know you're excited about, Ben Platt. Yeah. And Adam, intern Adam, too, who's... Uh, in, I don't know. He's he's an artist you look he looks up to very much, so that'll be good. Ben Platt, you would if you if you never heard the name Ben Platt's most famous for. Well, he was uh, started as a very young child, and then on Broadway, 
he did the Book of Mormon, and then he got his greatest fame from Dear Evan Hansen. And uh, he's nominated for a Grammy Award. Defend for, the movie. For, I defend will defend the movie. the movie. It is an awesome movie. But as it turns out, the fans like it. The critics didn't like it. And they have an issue with uh, Ben Platt being older, playing a high school kid. But I always go back to Greece. I was going to say, yeah. John Travolta <laughs> and Olivia Newton-John were on Social Security when they yeah. played high school kids in Greece. Still a great but movie. It's a great movie, and no one else could play that role in the movie than him. And the interesting thing is he has won uh, a Tony, uh, an Emmy, and a Grammy. So the only thing missing to be an EGOT, which is the the, the big thing to win all four, is he needs to win an Oscar. Yeah. He, pro- he won't for Dear Robin Hansen, but hopefully down the road he'll win an EGOT. And he's a, he's a, a great uh, singer-songwriter as well. Again, you know, you mentioned it, but the variety. So we go from Tool to Ben Platt, right, to OHSAA Wrestling, yeah. right, at the Schottenstein Center, March 11th through 13th. Always a uh, a full house, and always a need to see these kids coming out to, it's the, the, the best in the state uh, to wrestle, and it's a different energy here. It is. Boy, the energy inside the buildings is great, because these kids, did they make it to state? The excitement is unbelievable. Yeah, and, you know, we followed up with uh, a lot of little kids are going to be excited, and a lot of moms and dads, too. Trolls Live, March 26th and 27th. Uh, Trolls has be kind of become its whole own, you know, industry of, of know. fun, and it's it's just neat to see, you know, these special events that bring the ki- little kids out who are so excited. They're going to be excited about it. It's a curse to me because every time I hear Trolls mentioned, I can't get the Justin Timberlake song out of my head. So, but it's it's one of those earworm things. It's a great song and all that, but it's going to be a great event. Families and kids will enjoy that very much. UFC follows that up again, and we, we it's the variety, right? The yeah. variety is what we do. UFC back at Nationwide Arena, March twenty sixth, uh, and and a lot of folks really excited to see the return of UFC. Well, it's been thirteen years. Has uh, it been thirteen? Thirteen years, uh, almost to the date uh, from when it was supposed to be here two years ago. It was one of the first. Uh, yeah, I it was that. it. Gosh, it was. I think it was going to be about two or two weeks or three weeks after uh, Dan and Shay, which was our last concert before the lockdown, and so that was a cancellation. It was unfortunate. There's a lot of footage of the arena guy uh, sparring with some UFC fighters that <laughs> might find its way back uh, before this. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a great event, and uh, one of the fun things is uh, Jan Blachowicz. It's easy for you to say. I just know I said that wrong. (laughs) But recently he did some interviews for us, uh, Zoom interviews with the local media here in Columbus from his home in Poland. And I just love that angle to say that, you know, he was talking to media from Poland. So that's going to be great. It's one of the biggest sports in the world internationally. UFC is huge. And uh, last time it was on track to become one of the, if not the, most successful non-Blue Jackets event in the history of Nationwide Arena. So it's going to be huge. And again, broadcast to the world from Nationwide Arena right here in Columbus, Ohio. So proud to have those big events. Do we want to look ahead a little bit? Yeah, just a little bit more. Maybe pick out a few highlights. Of course, you can get all... This information at nationwidearena.com and shotsteincenter.com. Yeah, so, you know, uh, you know, go ahead, continuing out with the spring, you have Monster Jam, April 2nd and 3rd, Alt-J, Portugal the Man, April 9th, uh, a little show, Elton John, April 12th, that tour officially just kicked off, too, which I was it glad just, to see. On the 19th, uh, he kicked off after two years, kicked off his new tour on uh, in New Orleans. Yes. And uh, the reviews have been phenomenal. Uh, every show he's played Houston and uh, did you look at the set list? Oh, it's out there. Did you look? You did you look? No, no, no. It, it was posted and I and and 
one of our, our coworkers sent it out to us and is like, oh my, I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't, I don't want to know. The, the thing about an Elton John show is I want to be surprised what's in the set list. And I glanced, you know, I saw a posting online and I saw a couple of songs. Like I, I, then I, I read something by accident, a couple of songs <laughs> that were taken out of the set list from last time and new ones added in. And it's like, I got to quit. And it's driving me crazy because I do not want to know. It is great. But I have to tell you that, uh, uh, yeah, in, in New Orleans, open the show to rave reviews. Some people there, and uh, Adam, your project tomorrow is to figure out how many days it's been since we announced the new show uh, for 2020 that got postponed due to oh, lockdown. Yeah, sure. To when it's actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's over 700 days, 700 and some days. And um, that's going to be interesting because most people have held on to their tickets for over two years. Yeah. And uh, and he'll I, deliver. He'll and deliver. I, oh, oh, yeah. No, no. I know you. I'm looking, looking, <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. I will tell you that I have a room at my house, which you've never seen. I haven't really shown it to anybody yet, but it's a work in progress. My... I've got an extensive Elton John collection. I have to believe it's one of the biggest around um, that is a work in progress. I want to have it done before the concert. Who knows? I might allow, and I think I could get this done because I work with the media on a regular basis. I might allow some cameras in there. Oh, wow. Seriously, that doesn't sound... It's the guy cave. That's not uh, egotistical. That's just, I think it's a great collection. That's actually pretty cool. And uh, I'm worried that somebody might think it was Geraldo Rivera going (laughs) into Al Capone's (laughs) (laughs) Capone's and finding nothing. But no, there's a lot there, a lot of cool stuff. And, uh, but it's still a work in progress. I'm a huge, I mean, you know, full disclosure, diehard Elton fan, seen him over 30 times. Breaking news. And uh, a huge collection that I devoted an entire room to my collection, so... There you go. There you go. And that I mean, that, I have to mention that. I'm that sorry. Show is April, <laughs> that show is April 12th at the Schottenstein Center. And then right after that, a show we just announced, uh, we mentioned it earlier uh, in the broadcast, uh, April 15th, Friday night uh, at Nationwide Arena, Kid Rock, yeah. uh, with special guest Grand Funk Railroad. All right. So, you know, we talk a lot about opening acts. Kid Rock is great. He's a, he's a great live performer. So he, much fun. He will get the crowd going for sure. But we've had a few opening acts that we have been excited about. For instance, Toto with Journey. And right. every once in a while, there's an opening. I love, like the uh, acts for New Kids on the Block in June. I, it is June, right? Yeah. New Kids. With um, Rick Astley. Rick Astley and Salt and Pepper. And, then, and then, that's really exciting. But this one, Grand Funk Railroad. Rolling Stones said that you can't talk about the 1970s music without mentioning Grand Funk Railroad. I mean, the locomotion, we're an American band. Uh, my goodness. One of my, one of my, fa- you know, you're absolutely right. And one of my favorite things that we talk about here uh, with our booking guys is how sometimes one plus one makes three. Yeah. Right. And and what that means is you've got one act, you add another act, and all of a sudden there's some kind of intangible quality that makes it bigger and special. And and I love what he did. Instead of instead of picking some up and up and comer, uh, you know, uh, to throat going right before him reaching back and pulling a classic band uh which i'm sure comes out of the budget a little bit for him but that's what kid rock would want to do right and uh it's going to be a, a amazing night april 15th here at the uh, nationwide arena 
perfect uh, perfect combination, really. It's uh, he's going to get the crowd going. Little fun fact: Peter Frampton was enjoyed and uh, invited to join the band, but he had just signed a solo career, and A&M Records did not let him join. He did not know that. In addition to that, so uh, that show is going to be some kind of wonderful. Yes, it will. <laughs> Got that one. <laughs> there we go. All right, do a couple more. We're running out of time. And hey, just like on your shirt, Chris Stapleton is here April twenty first. A lot of people excited for that one. That's another one that uh, two years. Two years since uh, the original scheduling, yeah. almost to the date. To the, almost correct? to the date, yeah. And uh, my gosh, he's uh, won five Grammys, ten CMA awards. He's uh, written over two hundred songs. He was a songwriter for George Strait, Kenny Chesney, uh, Luke Bryan, all kinds of people. He's um, Adele, uh, Carrie Underwood, others have recorded his songs also. And when he became a solo artist and started winning all the awards, I think he got its biggest uh, recognition when he performed with Justin Timberlake on the Grammy Awards. I mean, the country world knew who yes, he was. Yes, but for the, but for the, the masses, that uh, the crowd went nuts when he dominated that's when he that kind of night. broke that mainstream. Yeah, because yeah, everybody knew who he was because he was a songwriter, but he hadn't really been uh, a, a big performer at that time. So excited about Chris Stapleton. Wearing the shirt today because, uh, you know, he needs a little love from us, and it's been a couple of years we're excited about that we're running out of time but you know and we'll do another podcast to highlight this you know more of the spring shows uh down the road but eagles april 19th right i mean people are so excited about their return i know you and i are in that group can talk so much about that we'll do that next time uh shine down april 23rd bill burr april 24th journey and toto as you mentioned april 30th uh ajr justin bieber john mulaney new kids on the block uh bucket country superfest with luke combs july 23rd keith urban iron maiden uh and much more right <laughs> nationwidearena.com shotensteincenter.com can always check things Woo. out uh the arena guy uh social media and uh, you can watch us on youtube dave it's been awesome it has been a pleasure absolutely fun, great yeah. to talk to you and we look forward to uh, doing this again soon the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast is hosted by Gary the Arena Guy and me, Dave Rettelberger. Our producers, Adam Paddock, and for constant information, as the Arena Guy mentioned, go to johnstoncenter.com or nationwidearena.com. And be sure to subscribe to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm awesome. Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Gary the Arena Guy. We'll see you there.